Like I work on this boat. We're just floating in the middle of the ocean right now. And I have a show tonight and I'm going to be ice skating on ice on a body of water. Hello, my loves, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of High Key Adulting, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life. I haven't said that in a while, I feel like, because I feel like I just keep changing the intro, but what's new? Today, we have such a fun episode with Jordan Balth. She's one of my good, good YouTube friends, and you guys are going to be obsessed with this episode. She literally lives the dream life of being a professional ice skater and performing on cruise ships. I haven't had a guest on this podcast yet that does anything similar to this, so I know this is going to be fun and new. But yes, before we get into that, let's go on and talk about all the things going on in my life. We love this segment, don't we? There is one thing, y'all, that I want to get back into doing on this podcast, and now... I was trying to be shy about it and be like, you know what, let me let me hold off a little bit. But no, for real, the amount of people that I see listening to this podcast versus the amount of ratings, I'm about to go off like a substitute teacher. Y'all, you guys have to rate and review this podcast. So if you guys have some time and you're feeling a little generous, please go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts. That's the only place you can review them. That would be phenomenal and so helpful. I was trying to not to, like, I hate self-promo so much and, like, I really don't like to do that, but honestly, it truly does help a podcast so much. So I'm going to start harping on it more and I'm going to restart doing reviewer of the week because I used to do it and then I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, but I think it's really important. So I have, like, two new reviews, I think. So I'm like, let me go ahead and do this and they were really nice as well so I'm gonna go ahead and do one and save the next one for next week because hopefully people listen to this and add more reviews but it would be so so helpful let's go ahead and read this one review that I saw it says one of the most genuine podcast I don't know I don't know what it says it just says dot 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 so I can't really access it but it says okay so literally I don't even know how I stumbled across Jada's podcast but I think it was definitely the universe so far I have binged most of the episodes and I am in love it's so refreshing to hear someone around my age talk about all the things that I have recently got into such as the secret and the law of attraction all while helping me with this influencer actor journey that I'm also on while motivating me to know that I in fact can do anything I desire it's actually insane how she touches on every topic in such a great way I definitely take my little notes while listening and downloaded medium which is pretty amazing too 100 out of 10 podcasts you definitely inspire me and i'll forever be a supporter thank you so much dude that was so sweet when i read this i was like i need to do review of the week again like there's no way like also how is anyone gonna top this like this is so good so sweet thank you so much for listening that was truly such a sweet review like honestly means the absolute world so yes and also medium yes it's an amazing app love it so much my avid listeners know my medium article obsession so so yes, go to Apple Podcasts right now, review it. Honestly, don't even wait till the end of this episode because you will forget. Do it right now so that I have reviews to read for following weeks. Thank you. Love you. Let's move on. So things going on in my life. Let's see. So I know in the last segment of things going on, I talked about how I was starting over my whole YouTube channel. And yes, that was not that was not clickbait. That was not a lie. I definitely have started over and I actually ended up posting my first video, which was wild. It was actually insane. And I am so, so grateful and thankful. It was just a seamless transition almost like on honestly, really and truly. So thank you guys so much for all the support on that first video. It already is just like making my heart so warm. I'm actually uploading a video today too. So with that being said, go ahead to my channel now because it should be out by now. And it's a 
week in my life as a content creator or something like that. You guys will definitely enjoy the fun of that. But yeah, I truly am just feeling so supported and feeling like this was truly the right decision that I made. So again, thank you guys so much for making that so easy. I really needed that. So yes. Okay, the next thing going on, I actually today I signed up for acting classes. So a lot of people always ask me like, Jada, like what acting classes have you taken? And like this and that, like, can you recommend any? And I honestly couldn't because I haven't taken acting classes outside of my performing arts high school. I just started auditioning for stuff when I lived in New York City. So I never really had time to invest into acting classes, always dance classes, but never acting classes. And I never taken any. So I signed up for some that take place in LA under someone who, you know, I did my research. I was like, who does pretty well classes and whatnot and a lot of people that I know in the industry like have done these classes and are really super successful and famous so I was like you know what I'm gonna try and get this um it should be really good and because of corona right now they only have online classes which makes it super convenient because now I can take it from my home so with that being said I'm going to be taking acting classes like every Tuesday from 9 p.m to 11 p.m because it takes place on Pacific Standard Time and I'm over here but I think it'll be really something like amazing to put on my resume and once I finish the whole program which is about 10 weeks and it starts at the end of March. I'll let you guys know what my reviews are and whatnot, but I think I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, and the last update, which is kind of like a conjoined one, is that I've been eating... <laughs> It was so funny because on my live stream that I did on my last uh, live stream on my old channel before I kind of shut it down, the one that was like, goodbye, it's still up on my channel if you guys want to see what happened and what's going on, but you guys already know if you're listening to this. In that live stream, I was eating a dessert and people were like, what are you eating? And I was like, no, you're going to cancel me if you know what I'm eating. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to understand the hype if you don't, if you don't get it, you know? And I was like, okay, fine, I'll explain it, but you're gonna think it's gross, but it's actually honestly the best tasting dessert in the entire world. They were like, what is it? And it's essentially this apple cheddar dessert with like crumbled crackers on the top. No one's gonna fucking understand. <laughs> but essentially they're these like cinnamon, like syrupy apples type from like Stouffer's, the brand Stouffer's. And you put like cheddar cheese on the top and then you put like buttered crackers, like crumble all of them and like add butter and like whatever, and then put that on top of the cheese. And then you put it in the oven to bake. And then you put ice cream on the side and whatnot. And it is the best dessert ever. If you haven't tried it, you will never know. But people were so turned off by the fact that I was like cheddar apple. And they were like, what the fuck? Like, you know, but it's actually honestly the best thing ever. So highly suggest if I can find the recipe, I'll put it like in the bio or in the description sorry I do not know what platform I am on right now it's been a long day um but yeah I will definitely link it down below because we've been eating this dessert for many many years on end but for some reason we haven't made it in a long time so we started making it I think in January and my friend Max and my friend Alex came over and we had it for the first time and from that moment I became so obsessed it's almost like I can't stop eating it so we make it like once every two weeks or like not even that's a lie like in the past week we made it twice so <laughs> it's been bad my sugar intake has been skyrocketing so I've promised to myself and I guess this is the whole point of me explaining this I promised to myself that I'm not going to eat that apple cheddar dessert until my birthday which is March 27th so we've got a full month and then once that rolls around I'll eat it but right now I'm already going through like withdrawal you know but I'm just trying to fill my system up with things that aren't gonna actually kill me so 
Yes. But with that being said, if you guys want to know like what it looks like and whatever, I filmed a TikTok and I guess I'll go ahead and um, plug that now. Uh, I've kind of started TikTok. It's serious, but it's still not like my main thing, I guess. Like it is just something that I do for fun. I don't know. I put more work into my TikTok than normal people do. Like I edit them and whatnot and I make them really fun because I'm trying to make my not in college diaries in TikTok format. So I did uh, my last recent one, like not in college diaries three TikTok edition. I showed the dessert at like the very end. So you have to see what it looks like. Like it looks amazing and it really tastes like the best thing in the entire world. So you guys can go and check that out and follow me on TikTok, which is underscore Jada Jones with three S's underscore. So yeah, yeah, you can see what the dessert looks like. You're going to fall in love and then you'll also fall in love with my TikTok. And I guess that is the end of everything going on in my life. We've, we've covered all the basics, nothing super crazy, but also, you know, trying to update you guys with how I'm trying to be healthy and whatnot. Before I ramble anymore, let's go ahead and get right into this episode because it's definitely more interesting than anything I've just said in the first 10 minutes. So love you guys so, so, so much. And I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, today I have one of my good YouTube besties, Jordan Both. How are you? I'm great today. How are you? That's amazing. I'm awesome. And so today you went skating, didn't you? How's your morning? Yeah, I had a great day. Had my coffee as always, went skating, just got back. And um, yeah, it's been a good Monday so far. That's good. Awesome. Guys, this is such a last minute episode. I don't think you guys <laughs> understand. There were some. Uh, things that happened with the episode that was supposed to go out this week but it's okay that episodes should go out sometime soon in the near future but I had a last minute guest idea and I was like I've got to have Miss Jordan on she just fits the vibe of high key adulting so we're gonna talk all things her journey including whatever you do we'll we'll get into that uh, as well as just you know adulting tips and whatnot so let's go ahead and get into it Jordan go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast and all the things that you do well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Like literally last Aww. night she calls me and she's like, do you want to yes. be on my podcast? And I was like, absolutely. I'm there. Right. Um, but my name is Jordan. I am a 23-year-old content creator and professional figure skater. So um, I focus mainly on YouTube, but I'm also a professional figure skater for Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. Obviously right now I can't do that because we're in the middle of a pandemic, but Hopefully, I'll be able to return within the next year or so. Yes, that is so... Oh my gosh. Guys, if you guys haven't seen her content or her videos or like anything yet, you absolutely have to. It's phenomenal. Like the way this girl like literally looks so great. Like I... I don't know. Ice skating on its own is just so, it's so different. Like dance, I feel like anyone can really learn how to dance, but ice skating is this like skill that I've just like, it's always been a quote unquote dream, I guess, or like a dream job, you know? And like you okay. literally do that. And I find that <laughs> so cool and so admirable. So we're going to talk all things that today. Also not to mention like yesterday, our conversation just took like three hours, like definitely not supposed <laughs> to happen. Um, we talked about on, everything. <laughs> like, I don't think you guys understand the depth of the word everything. Like we mean everything. So very good conversation. We might get into some of that today, but it was just a lot, but let's go ahead and get into your journey and everything that that uh, includes. So go ahead and talk about your ice skating journey and how you started that. So um, I started skating when I was four, almost five years old. And I actually got into it because my mom herself was a figure skater. 
and oh. also a coach. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So she, she really didn't like put me into the sport, but I was always around it. And um, yeah, one day I just stepped on the ice. I loved it so much. I was so awful. Like I was awful, <laughs> <laughs> so bad, no talent, but I did love it. And um, yeah, I just kind of went from there. I do have like a couple other coaches also growing up and um, I was very competitive for like 20 years. No, not 20 years almost 20 years, like a very long time. Um, I went to nationals. uh, I competed in the youth Olympics when I was 14. Um, And then after college, I decided that I really wanted to take that next step into professional skating and perform in front of audiences and tour and all that. That's so awesome. It sounds like you trained a lot. How did your schedule look like back then when you were younger? Yeah, it was crazy. Like I learned discipline from a very young age and time management because um, the rink I used to train at actually was an hour and a half away from where I lived. Oh so gosh. I had to get like special permission to leave school so early like, and like make my schedule a certain way so that I wouldn't miss too much of my classes. And yeah, I was doing homework all the time in the car rides, like there and home. I skated probably like anywhere from three to four hours a day. And then I had a personal trainer. I took private ballet lessons and I skated like five days a week, sometimes six, depending on like the season. But yeah, it was like five to six times a week. It's like a full-time job, basically. Yeah, essentially. I definitely remember my days of dancing at, like, a professional, like, dance studio and whatever. And, like, we also had to, like, sometimes get permission to, like, leave early, especially because my school ran from 9.15 to 4.15, which is so late. Like, that was my high school slash middle school. Yeah, and so we got to school, even though it was, like, later and whatever, you got to, quote-unquote, sleep in. Not really, because we had, like, morning rehearsal, too, and afternoon rehearsal. It was crazy. Um, But, yeah, I definitely remember times where I had to get early permission to leave for shows and, like, whatever so that was just such a time in my life and I'm just thinking I really don't know how we managed to do it like do you ever look back and you're just like how did I do that like that young of an age and like now it's like the smallest things on your plate you're like no I can't do it right and also like especially in college I think back I'm like how the heck did I stay sane because I was involved in school very heavily but I also was still training and competing full-time so Mm -hmm. I would literally like go to the gym in the morning, then I would go to class, then I would go to the rink, then I'd go back to school. And then I'd have after that, I'd have activities at school. And I was on the honors program. So like, I had to keep my grades as high as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was I crazy. Mean, hey, it is possible. That's the thing. We're here to show you guys that it is possible. But also we're very type A. So that is definitely something that um, comes with that. I think we just are naturally driven to do all these things and crazy things and call it a lifestyle. I don't know how. So I do know that you attended college and you can go ahead and uh, explain like what you went for and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so I graduated in 2019 and I went to a college called Buffalo State College. Um, I went for fashion and textile technology. That's what my degree is in. And um, my concentration was merchandising. So I've always wanted to go to school for fashion and it's kind of funny how I ended up at that school because originally I was planning on just going there for a year and transferring to FIT. Um, But I ended up falling in love with the program at that school and I was still able to, you know, skate full time and save a lot of money by living at home and just Mm -hmm. kind of commuting to school. 
but I had such a great college experience. I guess after you graduated college, people might be wondering, we talked about this yesterday, but I'm asking for the purposes. Um, (laughs) What kind of made you decide to go to college before knowing that you wanted to also pursue professional skating? So um, I decided that I wanted to go to college first, just so that, not that it's out of the way, but in my head, I've always wanted to do professional skating. And I thought that if I went right into that like fresh out of high school, I would have had it in the back of my head, like, you need to rush, like you need to, you need to go to school, you need to go to college. So it might have kind of hindered me from doing as many years of professional skating. If I had this mindset, like I still need to get my degree. Whereas if I went to college first, I was still able to compete. Um, I could focus on school, I was already in the swing of going to school and studying and all that. Um, And now I have my degree and I know that I can use that whenever I want to, but I don't feel like I am rushing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And also, well, professional skating as well as like professional dancing, it has like a timeline, you know, like, or like, you know, it has a longevity to it. Like you can only do it for so long. So you definitely need something that's going to not be a backup, but something that you're also interested in that can also, you know, that you can do more long term, if that makes any sense. So was that ever in the back of your mind? Like, well, skating, it will be something that you do. But also that is so rigorous. Like I can only imagine you can like, what is the age where people start to like retire from that? I wouldn't know. You know, it really depends um, because I think it just depends on everyone's body and their mindset and everything like that. I know with competitive skating, like when you're training, yeah. I'm not training now as much as I was when I was competing. You're a little bit younger. You can't last as long. But with professional skating, it's a little bit easier to maintain. So I have friends in the show that were 30, like in their 30s. Um, my one friend, he was 38. And now he's deciding to retire. But but yeah, I guess it just depends on everyone. And for me, I want to do it for a really long time. But I also, I you know, I want to get married and I want to have a family. So you can't you can't skate forever if you want to also have those things. Right. Yeah, we did talk about that yesterday, too. And we were just talking about how like, almost when you're in the entertainment industry not even just like skating or dancing but like anything and for that matter say you're like touring you know and you're like going multiple places and whatnot it's like you you almost have to pick or you kind of have to structure your life around like what exactly you want you know and that's so difficult so do you ever kind of struggle with yourself being like well is this something that like I want to do or like when like is it getting too late or like do you ever like overthink that whole timeline um I definitely do (laughs) (laughs) because I am such a planner. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we said this yesterday, but you can't fully plan your life. You can have a rough idea of what you want to accomplish or where you want to be, but you just don't know how life is going to go or where it'll take you. So, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to learn to be more in the present and not focus so much on the long term and just take each day as it comes, because I will end up where I'm meant to be. And things will happen when they should yes totally agree and it's so funny because we're recording on Zencaster right now and I see the like minutes and seconds and I just saw like 11 11 I was like how long have we been recording like I just asked myself and I just saw it and I was like that is so crazy like we've been seeing like all the signs and I genuinely think that we're on the right track both of us you even texted me was that yesterday or was that two days ago I can't even remember now 
you were like, I've been seeing 11-11 and one 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 like I everywhere. I was, I was like, yeah, it might have been yesterday, the day before. Might have, or like the morning of like. Whatever. I knew I had to tell so you funny. though. <laughs> yeah, I know you had to tell me. It's it's just funny because I mean those are like little like small things that are like yeah you're on the right path, but it's also like it's true like those small things can just easily remind you like you're you're on the right path don't stress about it too much you know it definitely does calm me down a little bit you know seeing yeah. that reminder like you're on the right path so yeah while in college you also studied abroad how was that experience because I know a lot of people want to hear about that yeah um I definitely recommend it to anyone that's thinking about doing it 100% go for it um I had the time of my life and I actually studied abroad in London England but I did a summer abroad program. So it wasn't the commitment of like a full year or semester. Mm -hmm. Um, I did it the summer before senior year, was it? I believe. Yeah. Summer Mm -hmm. before senior year. And I actually went with my best friend and she was going to a different college, but it was through, I think SUNY Albany. So we Mm -hmm. just applied for it, went and yeah, it was such a great experience we were there for two months I want to say and Mm -hmm. we were in like the heart of London wow yeah we were I know and our our university was in the middle of the most beautiful park so it was just like it was a dream seriously that sounds like it honestly yeah that's awesome wait so it was only two months you said yeah so for those two months did you keep up skating like while there or like was that just impossible Yeah, so when I was there, I actually didn't skate at all because there was, I was looking into rinks around the area, but it was kind of hard because I didn't, you don't really know what it's going to be like or your surroundings until you've been there. So I was like, you know what, it's two months. It's going to suck that I can't skate, but, you know, muscle memory is a very real thing and I'll just get Mm -hmm. back into it when I come home. And it also kind of gave me more opportunities to just really immerse myself into being living in a different country Mm -hmm. that's awesome so was that your first time out of the country or have you been out of the country before and I've been out of the country a few times before that but that was my first time living away from home because I lived at home all throughout college Mm -hmm. so yeah it was my first time yeah I just not realized yeah you were yeah 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 Yeah, but um honestly it was I, I definitely grew up a bit when I went, you know, because you're just, you're literally on the other side of the world without your parents, mm-hmm. like, have to figure it out on your own. You don't know really anyone. I mean, I knew my friend that I went with, but we were in different programs. She was in the business program. So it was really nice because we did things together, but we also had our own friend groups and our own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Like, it was unreal. That's so freaking fun. Yeah. So because you went abroad and whatnot, did you realize that like traveling was something that you wanted to do? Because I mean, then you started working on ships and going in random places all the time. So was that always a passion of yours traveling? Yeah, I've always had that like wanderlust kind of thought process lifestyle. Like I love Mm -hmm. traveling and just I'm so interested in learning about different countries and their cultures and just how it is other places besides where you know, I'm from. Um, But that that study abroad program definitely just like heightened everything for me and was like, yes, I need to find a job that I can travel and see the world because Mm -hmm. there's just so much out there. 
Right, exactly. So did you know about um, like cruise ship life and like cruise ship job opportunities prior to that? Or when did you figure that out? And when did you start applying? And how was that process? So it's actually kind of funny, because um, originally, I didn't really know much about show like ice shows on cruise ships. Mm -hmm. I had only been on one cruise ship before I actually worked on one. And that was like 10 years ago. So I knew that there was a skating show, but I didn't ever think like oh I'll apply to work on a cruise ship and my coaches really pushed that I apply for um, cruise ships and for Disney on Ice so I ended up getting an offer first from the cruise ships and I did not know all too much going into it like I knew the basics but I was just kind of winging it which is so unlike me because I like to plan everything I was like I don't really know what it's gonna be like or anything about it but I mean I'll figure it out when I get there that's so funny wait so like explain how it was like the first like week do you remember how that was just being like wow like this is different like what were some pros to it what were some cons uh wow (laughs) I could tell you a whole boatload of stories you could probably explain like actually what it is first because I don't think people listening to this probably know what that is either um yeah so So basically, I work on a cruise ship. I am a figure skater on a cruise ship. So uh, I guess Royal Caribbean right now is the only cruise line that has ice skating on its ship. And so we perform shows for the guests. And it's a lot of fun. We have other uh, jobs we have to do as well. But that's like my main priority. And yeah, it's crazy. I live on the boat. Um, my contract was seven months and it's, I, it's so hard to explain to people that haven't lived on a ship or worked on a ship because it's, <laughs> it doesn't feel like real life. It's like an alternate universe and you're all in your own little bubble. That because makes sense. It's crazy. And you just get yeah. thrown into it because you sign on and you immediately have a roommate. It's a, total stranger you don't know them you don't know anyone on the boat like there was 2200 crew I want to say on my ship oh my god and I didn't know a single person yeah when you say that that actually sounds pretty like legitimate like it feels like you're on a different universe because you truly are just kind of floating in the middle of the ocean and then also when you don't have like cell service like you you haven't mentioned this but even like when you don't have like cell service you don't you don't really know what things are and you you were telling me yesterday about like how you were like corona like what is that (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah, you're just kind of oblivious to the world because you don't have cable. Like you have little TVs in your cabin, but it has movies that they provide for you. It's not like you can just turn on the news. Um, We have internet, but we have to pay for it. It's like $4 an hour. So I really don't buy it that much. Um, Yeah, you're just kind of like in your own world. And especially when it's your first time going and you don't know anyone, like you're thrown into it. Truly, you're thrown into it. And it's not like you can just call or text your parents and be like, hey, I'm yeah. doing, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. And for us too, the first two weeks were just crazy because the day I signed on, we went right into trainings as a new hire, which is someone who has never worked on a cruise ship before. There's all these safety trainings and other things you need to learn about just being a crew member because you have to you're responsible for saving the passengers if anything goes wrong on the ship yeah um and also we had to learn the ice show in two weeks we had to learn it and perfect it 
in two weeks and we had costume fittings and just everything. So we didn't get off of the boat for two weeks. I didn't see sunlight until I oh think like gosh. day 10 or something. Like, did that ever stress you out? Like feeling like you were in the middle of the ocean, like not knowing anything or was it just kind of like a dreamland? Honestly, no, because I was so busy. I didn't have time to think about it. Yeah. If that's that makes so sense. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, okay, this is what I have at this time. And I have 10 minutes to eat. And then I got to go to this meeting. And then that meeting and then I have to get on the ice. And then I have to do costume fitting. So it really wasn't, I didn't have enough time to stress about it. I will say though, there was one day we were doing notes before a dress run, just to go over counts and just, you know, any little corrections. And I had one tiny correction that was on I stepped on seven instead of eight and I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then for some reason I just started crying. I don't know why, because I wasn't stressed. (laughs) Like I didn't feel stressed, but it was just such a big change Mm -hmm. that my body and just everything, my whole world was changed. And so I think it caught up to me and I was crying and everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I don't know why I'm up. Like why I'm crying right now. I'm not sad or stressed or homesick. Like I'm okay. Yeah, you're like the one mistake, my type A self. If someone criticizes me, it's a no. Like, no, I totally, that's so funny. And then it's almost like all the other feelings that come along with it is like, woosa, like, hello. It's it's here. This is real. That's so funny. I feel like everyone, if they think about cruise ship life, they're like, sweet life on deck. So like, how realistic is that show compared to your actual cruise experience? The show is not realistic at all. At all. <laughs> but I've also never done like a semester at sea or anything. Right. So maybe it is kind of somewhat similar to that. Um, but it is so much fun. It is so much fun. It is hard work. And, you know, everybody's going to have their days where they're annoyed or like just over it. But as a whole, it's such a great experience. And it's so much fun like I just looked forward to whatever the day brought and like some days you just wake up and it's a it's a Wednesday and you don't you don't have a porthole so you don't see the sunlight and you're like oh where are we today oh we're in Mexico today oh where are we where are we the next day oh we're in St. Thomas like Mm-hmm. it's it it almost seems like a fake life so you're just kind of living your life and then you end up in a different place that seems weird that seems pretty odd yeah I did have a few moments where I have this realization of, oh my God, what is my life right now? This is crazy. Like um, when I look out in the water, if we're, it's a sea day and we're just, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting on the, the jogging track, reading a book or whatever. And I'm like, I can't believe that I live on this boat. Like I work on this boat. We're just floating in the middle of the ocean right now. (laughs) And I have a show tonight and I'm going to be ice skating on ice on a body of water (laughs) (laughs) yeah on a body of water that is that is weird oh yeah so the way I found Jordan was actually through her cruise ship vlogs because at the time it was in March right before like corona hit I was auditioning for cruise ship lines as well and I was like oh like I want to see some people who have probably done vlogs or whatnot like on you know this experience or like just see what it's kind of like I found your vlogs and I was like oh my gosh I love this girl so much and then (laughs) corona had just hit and I was kind of following her along the journey and I was like 
oh, her cruise ship just got shut down. So that means my audition, because I was also auditioning for Royal. So I was like, okay, so that means if that just got shut down, like we're probably not going to have something for a while, you know? So it was just all over the place. So how was your experience with Corona? And like, how were you affected by that during that month? Yeah, so the month leading up, I really had absolutely no clue was going on. I mean, for everyone, it kind of escalated very fast, I would say. But especially for me, because I truly, I didn't have service 80% of the time. So I wasn't reading the news. I wasn't looking on Twitter. Like I really was just kind of in my own world. And um, I did not think much of it. I, I had heard of Corona, but all I knew was that there was a Corona beer meme. That's what it was. I was like, oh, okay. I don't really get the joke, but sure. And then um, I was so lucky because my contract was actually ending anyways on March 13th. That was the scheduled last day sign-off date. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought you were like, wow. So that was the last day anyway. Yeah. So I got to finish my contract in full. I got to close our show as planned. Everything, the timing was honestly for me perfect. Wow. Yeah, it was. Holy crap. I didn't even realize that. But yeah, it just, it was crazy how the day I signed off was the same day that the U.S. was closing the international mm-hmm. borders. And I was wow. flying home from Europe, so it was yeah. uh, a little bit stressful coming Spain. home. But, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I would have not expected anything else for myself for that whole stress of traveling home that would happen to me because these yeah I mean the pandemic is affecting everyone but I have I have good luck but I have bad luck like Mm. the funniest most random stressful things happen to me like for example (laughs) when I signed on the boat the day I landed in Miami the night before I was supposed to sign on the ship what happens right after I land my entire suitcase breaks open yep 50 pounds yep (laughs) And I'm just like, no one's around. And then I have to get a shuttle and there's no information on when I have to get on this shuttle or what the shuttle looks like or what time it's coming. So I'm just kind of like, okay, well, my bag's broken. All my clothes and my underwear are falling out, but it's fine. Everything's fine. I wouldn't have expected anything less. (laughs) How did you, how did you actually continue with that? Like, did you have to tape it together? Like, what did you do? You held it together? I was just laughing. I was just laughing at myself because I'm like, this is so typical. Why would I think that the travel would be nice and smooth for me? It would. <laughs> so yeah, I basically had to like, it was also not a hard case suitcase. It was like one of the softer ones, which is, that's oh, the last time I'll boring. ever yeah. do that. But mm-hmm. it ripped open on the side. So like when it lays flat, like all the stuff would come out. Um, so basically I just had to like gri- grip together the fabric and like, I used Ow. a garbage bag that was like not un- like pulled open, you oh, know what I mean? Like, oh, and like cool. tied it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, I got a lot of looks. And they're like, oh, yeah. she's a new hire. Makes sense. And I'm like, okay, cut me some slack, okay? <laughs> right, right. That is actually really, really funny. <laughs> if only you could be a fly on the wall when this was happening, because then I also had the other backpack and suitcase on my shoulder and I had literal rug burns on my shoulders that I just got rid of the scars like a month ago (laughs) wow so that was just not it for you I wonder wow and then you had to transition and live on a ship after (laughs) and and Miami heat so I'm like dripping and sweat it was just like it's so funny so funny wow 
Anyway, that sounds like the best experience you could ever experience. So if you guys want to do cruise ships, you know, expect this stuff. (laughs) You just have to roll with the punches. Right. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the audition process. I don't I don't know if you have that much to say about it, but I think it's kind of cool if someone wanted to potentially, you know, work on a ship, see what it's kind of like. So how was your audition process and what did you do? How did that, what did it entail? Yeah, for sure. So um, I can't say much about other departments on the ship because I know they have a different process of applying and the interview process and all that. Um, But for figure skaters, if any figure skaters are listening, um, I basically applied through a separate company called Willie VTech Productions. So they provide the shows on the ships and the skaters and all the choreography and all that. So basically, I just put together a professional resume, but it only included all of my skating accomplishments um, and then a headshot at the top. And then I also included a audition video. So in that video, I had two little programs with some of elements and so that they could also see how I can interpret music and use my facial expressions and all that. And then I also included in that video just skating skills. So some of my strongest tricks, spins, jumps, um, edging, stuff like that. And basically all I did was I sent an email to the casting director with those, the resume and the video. And um, after that, I had a phone interview that was very brief and got the offer. That's so cool. Yeah. So how long was that process? Would you want to say like, how long did that take? So let me think. I think I sent the email and I heard back within like five days, maybe a week. That's amazing. And then I had an interview like maybe three days later. And then the day after the interview, I got the offer. Oh my gosh. Wow. That really just like happened. That's Yeah, it was very fast. Very fast. Wow. And then, well, from that point when you kind of applied and whatnot, how soon was it after that you were actually on the ship? So I applied in December and or was it end of yeah I think it was December and I was finishing up my last semester of college so I wasn't even available until I told them May because that's when I graduated Mm -hmm. so I applied like a few months before just so that they knew okay she's not available till May but she's interested to start in the summer and Mm -hmm. yeah then I ended up signing on in August middle of August so oh, I 2019 2019 yes sorry okay so I I applied in the end of December of 2018 like say oh, January okay. beginning of January 2019 mm-hmm. and then I was I signed on in August of 2019 oh okay so you had like a good chunk of time to just like get your life together and figure out things and then you had a job that was already exactly yeah, yeah yeah so I finished I finished college I graduated then I had the summer to you know have fun spend time with my that's friends good. and family pack up without having to rush and then I was on my way yeah wow that's yeah. so fun and you got a whole good like session in before everything closed down that's honestly really really good I feel like a lot of people wanted to have that experience and just couldn't so that's good that you got to finish yours what do you kind of want to do like from here corona still a thing like what do you feel like you want to do shows again yeah um so I right now I'm just waiting to go back to shows 
I really want to be on a ship. I want to be the first one sent out when they resume cruising. Um, but as of right now, they're saying May, but you never really know. You never know. Yeah. You never know. So um, right now it's just kind of a waiting game. And I've also been like trying to see if there's any other shows happening right now, ice shows uh, throughout the country, but there's really just not too much available yeah. at the moment. I mean, understandably I say, so. Aren't they having, or do they not have any like local things that are happening? But also it's not like holiday season. So I don't know how like in it is like everywhere. So yeah. How is that? Yeah. Been? There, there used to be a holiday little show or like tree lighting event they would have mm-hmm. in my city and I used to always perform at it. So I did reach out to them and said, Hey, I'm I'm home for the holidays. I don't know if it's happening or not, but I would love to, you know, skate in that again. And they didn't end up having having any yeah. kind of events. Um there's not really anything local. I know Disney on Ice right now is having uh they're touring the US and I think they're starting up a second show, but they're basically right now using the employees that they already the have because they, yeah, they used to have sense. I don't know how many shows I want to say maybe 12 or 20 mm-hmm. that's yeah. a big gap but like I know they have a ton <laughs> of shows so they have a ton of skaters to to work with yeah but, but other than that I think that's really the only one happening in the U.S. at least right now yeah yeah well that's so crazy because I wouldn't even think that anything's really showing right now because even that it's like you need an audience and whatever so I wonder how they're actually going through with that process because even Broadway like that's still just shut down like no one's yeah. doing anything which is wild like I still can't believe that Broadway shut down like that is not a thing that doesn't no, can happen you it? in the West End yeah. too and wow yeah, yeah. Well, that's wild. But anyway, I hope that you do get on Disney on Ice soon and like do something because I want to see you skate and whatnot. And then also you guys can go ahead and check out her YouTube channel and just watch all of the time capsule videos from when she was on a ship. So I ask people this all the time, but what was your typical week in your life on ship? And also now you can give us like two different things. (laughs) Okay, so on the ship, um, we had five shows a week. So Uh, There was two days where we had back-to-back shows and then one day where we just had just a show by itself. I also did the spotlighting for the production show, which was Mamma Mia, and also the Aqua show, which is like a diving show with acrobats. Really, really cool. So um, usually a week for me looked like um, Sunday was the day when all the new guests came on board. We did drill with them, which is just like evacuation procedures and just very Mm. standard. Um, I usually would spotlight at night one of the shows. And then the next day we have two shows. So, you know, any day we had a show, I would wake up, have breakfast, see some sunlight, walk the jogging track, do my makeup, hair, warm up on the ice. And then I would like read a book before we had our shows. Um, And then depending on the day, we would have another spotlighting job or we would have all skates, which is like public skating for the guests. So we basically Mm -hmm. just provide them skates and regulate the sessions. Um, But we did have three port days a week. So on those days, I usually had a lot of time off. I didn't have to work or I wouldn't have to work until like nighttime. So I'd be able to get off and enjoy whatever port we were in the entire day, whatever I wanted to do. Um, Yeah, it was amazing. Um, We were in Cozumel. We were just like all over the Caribbean pretty much. Um, And 
yeah, that was usually like two or three days of the week. Mm -hmm. and there was also a crew bar so a lot of times we would have like game night we would all meet at the crew bar and just um bring a game they had tons of board games for us and they had a ping pong room so we would have like ping pong tournament or like there was an another bar bar that had like dancing and stuff like that so there were a lot of activities for us to do that's so fun. That literally sounds like the dream life, especially because you're, yeah, it's not like Sweet Life on Deck where it's like you're doing school or whatever. Like you really are just like skating, doing the thing, taking care of the ship and like living your life. That's so fun. Yeah. What was your, um, what was your favorite place to visit? If you have one. My favorite place. Um, it's so hard to pick because everything, like every place was amazing, amazing in its own way. Or like I have mm-hmm. a special memory attached to each place. But I would want to say, I think Puerto Rico or Cozumel, because Cozumel was like its own island. So it was kind of secluded. And um, one of my favorite memories was one day we were in Cozumel and we rented Jeeps. So my whole ice cast, the 10 of us, we rented two Jeeps and we went to the other side of the island and just um, made like guacamole. We got stuff from the little supermarket and we had like a picnic on the beach. Wow, that yeah. is so fun. Yeah, but then I also love San Juan, Puerto Rico, because it was just like the cutest little city, and they had so many amazing cafes and little shops, and just the people were so friendly, and yeah, it was just, I don't know, they're so different, but both yeah. so, so fun. I know. Oh my gosh. I've never been on a cruise before, like ever. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I should totally like do one. I know my dad was like, my dad's like afraid of water or whatnot, but he was like, Mm -hmm. I still would want to see how it's like, you know, like I think it's a fun experience. So we probably might do that as soon as whenever this is done. Like we have no idea, but I hope when it's back, I want to see you skating on a ship. Like that's my Yes, girl, you have to come see me, visit me. Like we would have the time of our lives. Will do. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So I guess the last thing I want to ask you is something that I always ask everybody as well is your top adulting tip for the listeners. It can be absolutely anything. Top adulting tip. Oh my gosh. I know. I wish I would have. I I was supposed to tell you this last night, but we completely forgot because we went off track. We were planning this episode and we just like stopped halfway and I was like, yeah, it's okay. We'll just record it tomorrow. And then (laughs) then I forgot to tell you the most important one that everyone stresses about. Mm -hmm. Give me like one second and I'll of think course. of something. Take your time. We'll play some Jeopardy music. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you're never too old to chase your dreams or to accomplish something that you've always wanted to or to start Love something that. new. Because, I mean, I've definitely felt this way when I was younger. I mean, I'm still really, really young, but I'm now realizing that, you know, even when I was 17 years old, I thought that I had to rush things or I, I only me, had so much time me. to accomplish <laughs> things. And we have our entire lives. And like we said last night, like yeah. everything doesn't really mean anything. So yeah, you, you can do whatever you want at whatever age. It, it, you're never you're never too old. Exactly. I know I really try and stress that, but I feel like some people just don't understand when I say like, I mean, it can sound so cheesy because I think people say it all the time and it's like, well, like believe in yourself and you can do whatever you want. But like really and truly, like I had a podcast episode that was called you're stopping you like you're holding yourself back because you can truly do whatever you want. Like I was telling Jordan, I was like, if we literally like wanted to just like 
fly out of the window right now if I really wanted to. Like, I could do that. Will I? No. But, like, you can really truly do anything that you want. And I find it, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Even people are in my DMs all the time. They're like, well, I feel like I'm too young to do this. Or, like, I'm too old to do this. Mm -hmm. Is it too late? And I'm like, no. Like, you really can work it at your own timeline. Like, a lot of people, this is on the acting side but even people who are like 30 or 40 years old like that's when sometimes that's when their career starts and they become like amazing yeah and you might think like well like I want to do it now but like maybe your time isn't now or maybe your time is now and like it just depends on whatever you want to do but everyone works on their own clock so I actually saw that just made me think of something I just saw a video last week of John Krasinski talking Mm -hmm. about his journey um, of becoming as successful as he is now and he was saying that he made a decision um, to move out and to move to LA. And his mom said, you know what, like give it two years. And if nothing happens and you feel like this isn't for you, then you, you, you make that, that switch or adjustment. And he literally, it was two years later and he felt like he didn't really have his breakthrough and he didn't know if it was for him. And I think a week later he said he got the office. Wow. That's like, so hard. It just goes to show you, like, you just, yes. you never know when things are going to happen for you. So you just have to keep pushing through. And I get that, like you said before, I get that a lot, especially with skating, because people comment on my videos all the time. Am I too late? Like, is am I too old to start? Or do you think I can accomplish this even though I'm X amount of years old? And it's, you're never, yeah. you're never too old. <laughs> me telling you I'm like I want to skate Jordan teach me how to skate <laughs> I like, got you do it. I'll do FaceTime lessons with you that's literally amazing I was she was like well yeah some people pick it up faster than others I was like girl I want to be you right now <laughs> well I think the same about you so we can like do a little oh freaky gosh. Friday voodoo like switch oh yeah oh my gosh. day or two <laughs> wonderful it's a it's uh it's a love-hate relationship because you can have you can have everything perfect, but if you have that one second of self doubt, you're in the air. Like you, you yeah. could just fall. That's what <laughs> it I'm doesn't saying. matter how many like, times you practiced. Exactly, it's a so it's a very scary. mental sport as well. Yeah, like have you? Well, I guess this is such a random question that doesn't deal with the adulting tip at all. But it's like, <laughs> did, have you ever had like a super super bad injury that was like almost like KO? Like you were like, no, I don't know if this is good. Which one, Jada? You were like, okay, got it. So that's the answer. <laughs> I skated with a torn labrum, which is in my hip. Oh um, my god! It was like ripped off for for two and a half months or two months. I finished the season. I was like, I'm gonna push through, and then I'll get my surgery a week after my season ends. No, you and did, I did not. I did. No, you did not. Okay, so got it. So we're not gonna go into <laughs> any more injuries because this seems like there's a a dictionary book. <laughs> but. Anyway, this was such a fun episode, guys. Go ahead and shout out your socials and your YouTube so everyone can find you. Yeah, if you want to look me up on all my socials, everything is at jbow. That's J-A. No, that's not J-A. It's J-B-A-U-T-H. And my YouTube channel is just my full name. So if you just search Jordan Bouth, I should pop up. And yeah, I'd love to have you join the fam. Yes, I uh, will leave all of that stuff down below so you guys don't have to work hard. And yes, thank you again so much for joining me. This is so fun. We need to have an updated episode in the future where it's like, you know, ship life now. Like, things actual are things happening. Going on. Yep. Yeah, yep. things are happening. Totally. Yep. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course.